Coming up, life lessons marathon champion Beatty Deutsch has learned from being an elite runner. Welcome, everybody, to At Home in Jerusalem, the podcast on H.com. I'm Heather Dean, and this week I'm in Jerusalem, Israel, with my guest, Mrs. Beatty Deutsch, and we will be talking about the life lessons that Beatty has learned from racing. Now, if you recall seeing Beatty Deutsch's name in news headlines around the world in the spring of 2018, it's because of her impressive win, the fastest Israeli woman who ran the 26-mile course of the Jerusalem Marathon in three hours and nine minutes. And she is a Torah observant mother of five little kids who ran this race wearing modest clothing, long sleeves, a skirt, and a head covering. And when she's not running, Beatty is caring for her family and holding down a full-time job as director of follow-up for the Jewish educational group Olami. Welcome, Beatty Deutsch, to At Home in Jerusalem. Hi, I'm so happy to be here. Okay, thanks. So in a newspaper article, you said, and I quote, God gave me running talent. Our role in this world is to take the raw material he's given us and use it to the fullest. And this whole experience running marathons has brought me closer to God who gave me these strengths and talents, end quote. So I'm wondering how does this idea manifest in your home life? So I think this is something that I really believe in, in terms of empowering my own kids to find their passions and their talents and be able to take the, the raw materials they have and become something. And people sometimes ask me like, oh, are your kids also going to run marathons? <laughs> and I always say, I don't know if they're going to run marathons, but I just want them to be find something they're happy about and mm. do what they're passionate about and be able to serve Hashem that way. I hear, I hear. So can you give an example, like if a kid gravitates toward musical things or art or something, some other activity that, that you uh, also help further that? So I, I would want to give them, you know, lessons or mm. take, have a after school activity, um, you know, encourage them to figure out what they enjoy, obviously without the pressure, mm -hmm. you know, I don't mm -hmm. think pressure at a young age is positive. Right. Right, I hear. Okay, you've also said that running is an important mind-body connection, adding that your personal motto is, quote, believe in the impossible, give it your all, and ask Hashem to help, end quote. So what I like about this is that we can have faith in God, but keep those communication lines open and ask Him for help and make a full effort. Is this right? Yeah, I think that's my motto. Um, the interesting thing, when I started the marathon in Jerusalem, usually I'm a really conservative racer and I always make sure to start out slower. Mm -hmm. So I have that discipline. And I realized as soon as I started that I was running faster than I should have been, but it wasn't too fast. And I knew that if I was asking, I said, I'm not asking for a miracle. Like I put in the training. Mm -hmm. So I, I did my effort. I can ask Hashem to give me that extra boost of strength. And I think that in every single day of our life, like we always have to make the effort, but at the end of the day, realize that ultimately God is guiding us through whatever we're doing and he's going to be the one to help us be successful mm -hmm. and know that it's coming from him. Interesting. Interesting. You know, I'm also just curious when you're starting out the race. So when we watch video footage of marathons, we see just a giant group of people and one wonders, how does anyone advance among this giant group of people? So how did that work in your case when you were actually feeling like you're running too fast? Uh, the truth is that the Jerusalem marathon wasn't where I was. It wasn't so crowded at the start line. I, may, I, I was literally standing behind the 
fastest uh, male runner from mm. Kenya. Mm-hmm. And I was like in awe that I was actually right behind him. <laughs> and it started off, you know, with the elite runners running. So there was kind of like a space between us and the rest of the okay. pack. <laughs> okay. Okay, great. So I guess next time you get to be uh, in the front of the pack since uh, you've proven yourself. Many fitness trainers tell their clients not to take running too seriously unless you are at the elite level just to you know, keep racing and training in perspective. So I'm wondering how does racing enhance your life without throwing it out of balance? So I think first of all, I'm a naturally competitive person. And I before I found running in my life, I was didn't have an outlet for all that competitive energy and it was becoming negative in my house, like needing to control a lot of things. So I think racing gives me a healthy outlet for my competitive nature. But at the same time, any, before I do any race, I always say like, whatever happens is meant to happen. And mm-hmm. I really try to keep that perspective in line, not to get too anxious about it because at the end of the day, it's an outlet. It's mm-hmm. not my whole focus. Mm-hmm. And nice. if it would stress me out about other things, then I wouldn't enjoy it. Wow. So I think it's really important to have the balance. Wow, wow, that's lovely. I'm just wondering also how you keep it in perspective, like racing and your other interests, because you have a day job and, of course, family. Well, I don't think that I would be as effective a mom or wife or even work without my outlet of running. Like, I think it really helps me feel, you know, feel good and be able to have the energy I need to do everything I do. Um, And it's all about priorities because three years ago, I didn't run at all. Wow. And I physically didn't think it was possible. I couldn't find any way to keep exercise consistently in my life. And obviously now it's become more of a priority for me. So I figured out how to make the time for it. And it's not easy. It's definitely a balance. But I would say one thing, as a mother, it's really important to not have guilt about doing something that is beneficial for you. Like Mm -hmm. we need Mm self-care and mm -hmm. we need it to be able to give to our children and to our spouses. And if you don't take the time for yourself, everyone around you will suffer. So there's no guilt when you do something. I hear. hear. Um, I'm also wondering, just do other mothers joke with you that they don't need to take up running as a sport because they're already running around after their children day and night? Yeah, I actually totally made the joke like I was able to be the fastest runner because I'm just so running after my five crazy kids. (laughs) Um, And definitely as a mom, you do get a lot of exercise (laughs) running around. But Mm -hmm. At the same time, and honestly, when people ask me, like, wow, you ran a marathon and you you won, that's so incredible. I always say, like, the real winners are the moms. Like, they're running marathons every single day, and there's nothing harder than being a mother and taking care of your children, and that's harder than any marathon I've run and trained for. Wow, wow. I'm seeing you, and I believe it as you're saying it. Like, you really uh, genuinely uh, hold by that. That's lovely. And also, just out of curiosity, are your younger children aware that mommy is a well-known runner, and uh, and what do they think about that? So I take my kids sometimes to the track with me, and they definitely know that I run. I try and do it, you know, either early in the morning or late at night, so it doesn't take away from my time with them. Um, but I think they're proud of it. Um, they love knowing that I came home from a race and won, and especially when I bring them back some prizes. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. That's so, so nice. they're, they're definitely proud of mm-hmm. what, you know, I've been able to do. And since it doesn't affect them negatively, um, 
they love it. You know, another life lesson about uh, racing is something um, that you've taken on as a, as a personal interest as well. If uh, we could end on this, you had said that winning the race enabled you to focus publicity on Beit Daniela. This is an organization that's a rehabilitation center for teens that struggle with emotional challenges. So just tell us a bit about Beit Daniela and why this is a, a personal victory for Beit Daniela as well. So literally a week before the marathon, mm-hmm. I decided to start the fundraising campaign. Oh. for Beit Daniela and it's really close to my heart because it's in memory of my cousin who took her own life at 14 and there's nothing like it in Jerusalem until now. Um, it's a rehabilitative center using dog therapy to help children and teens struggling with any kind of mental illness mm-hmm. um, but as a place for them to integrate back into their regular life after being hospitalized or something like that. Mm, I see. And right. it That's gives them brilliant. the tools and the security and safety to get back to a regular routine. Right. So for so many dog lovers like me dogs can be very very relaxing and also just the idea of caring for a dog like is this what the it's very therapeutic Mm -hmm. um it really helped my cousin daniela when she was suffering with anorexia and it's unfortunate there was no program for her at that time Mm -hmm. and so in her memory we hope to be able to change the lives of other children so they don't have to go through what she did amazing amazing thank you so much for telling us about Beit daniela and thanks in general bd deutsch for talking with us today about lessons you've learned from racing thank you for having me and there are a bunch of articles about sports and spirituality on h.com check them out and thanks for listening Mm -hmm.